Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hey ladies, how are you? I hope that you are having a fantastic week. If you are anywhere uh, where I live here in Minnesota, the weather has gotten a little cold and we actually had our first snowfall earlier last week, right over Halloween. And uh, I just feel like that's a little too early. (laughs) I'm not ready for it yet. But anyway, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm honored to connect with you here in the online space. The title of this week's episode, as you already saw, is Women on the Wall. And let me tell you, I am so excited for this week's episode because I can finally share an update I have been holding on to for a while now. And if you know me, (laughs) I get so excited to give things and surprises and, and especially, you know, with Christmas coming up and I was actually telling our daughter a couple of weeks ago, hey, I bought you some Christmas presents. I have some Christmas presents for you at the house. And I was waiting for her to say, what are they? Can you give me a hint? And she didn't. And so then finally I said, don't you want to know? Do you want a hint? And she said, no. (laughs) So anyway, I'm, like I said, so excited to share this information with you. If you have been listening to the podcast or are connected with me on social media, you know the Lord has me in a new season of ministry. Just three weeks ago, I launched a new e-course to help equip women to be bold in their faith while living in today's world. And let me tell you, it has been so good. The the class filled up really right away. And uh, I tell you, these women are hungry for the Lord. These women are eager. They're really pressing in. They're asking really great questions. They're reaching higher in their faith and, and just really letting go of things that have been holding them back from stepping forward with an emboldened faith that is really needed in, in this hour. And uh, I just love it. Just love it. This week, I want to introduce you to Women on the Wall, which is the newest arm of ministry for She Rises. And if you're newer here to the podcast, first of all, welcome. But I am the founder of She Rises here in Minnesota. Amongst other things, I host an annual two-day women's conference. And so you can click on the link in the show notes that will take you to my website. You can learn more about me and about my ministry and all of the different uh, moving pieces that we have underneath the, the umbrella of She Rises. But this is the newest arm of my ministry, Women on the Wall. Before I explain what Women on the Wall is and how you can be a part of it, I think it's important to first educate ourselves on what walls meant in the Bible. In the Bible, there were people of God who filled the role of a watchman. Being a watchman was highly valuable because as they stood watch with a weapon in their hand, they would be ready to give a clarion call to the people if they saw impending danger approaching. 
their presence on the wall was a message of preparedness and strength, not only to the people, it really kind of, you know, just uh, spurred them on in their faith and, and emboldened them. It offered just, you know, a sense of security and safety, and then also to impending danger if they were about to be attacked. The enemy, the person that was wanting to attack the people, attack the city, they could see watchmen on the wall. And so they knew that they weren't really going to be able to attack in a surprise way. It really kind of um, took away the element of surprise. So their role as a watchman on the wall was really valuable. Examples of being a watchman can be found in places such as Ezekiel chapter 3, Isaiah chapter 62, Habakkuk chapter 2, Jeremiah chapter 6, Matthew chapter 24, and Mark chapter 13. Just a few examples. I believe that God has issued a clarion call to us as believers to be watchmen and women. I believe he is mobilizing us and activating us in this hour, and that includes you. I wholeheartedly believe as we gather as women on the wall, the Holy Spirit will give us divine strategies to pray specific and targeted prayers. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1 has been on my heart a lot lately, and the Lord really has not allowed me to move from it. It reads this, the wise woman builds her house on a foundation of godly precepts and her household thrives, but the foolish one who lacks spiritual insight tears it down with her own hands by ignoring godly principles. And that's from the Amplified Version. I love that verse. There is so much in that one verse. It is packed. Man, if we really lay a hold of that as women of faith, as wives and moms and grandmas and sisters, and I mean, it's just so powerful. We are the gatekeepers to our home. One of the greatest truths that we can lay a hold of is we don't have to figure out how to build on our own. We don't have to come up with fancy prayers or fight in the flesh to build. Because here's the thing, and, and listen up, because this is a powerful truth that I think it's just timeless. And I, I think that it's really important that we like hear it once. And then, like I said, it's just timeless. It's something that we we need to be reminded of quite often. Anything birthed and built in the flesh will have to be sustained by the flesh. Whereas if we as women partner with the Holy Spirit, he will teach us, give us spiritual insight and strategies and because it is birthed and built on the foundation of godly precepts, he sustains it. He's the one that sustains it. He's the one that helps keep it, keeps it fresh and keeps it going and keeps it strong. And I don't know about you, but that is some really great news for me. And it really helps take off the pressure and the burden off of me that I have to somehow, you know, hustle to make it happen. And I need to make sure that it's perfected and, you know, all of these different things when, you know what, when I am, when I am convinced that it's up to me to produce results and to, to have impact and and bear fruit then i i am trying to do something in the flesh which is going to require my flesh to have to sustain it 
And that never ends well. I've been there and I've done that. <laughs> Take one out of my own playbook, sister. <laughs> listen, listen to something that I've had to learn the hard way. Take something out of my playbook. That doesn't work. And God wants you to, to birth the things that he has placed on the inside of you, but build with him by partnering with his Holy Spirit. We need his wisdom. We cannot engage in this type of building or spiritual warfare without him. You know, as I was preparing for this week's episode, uh, I was reminded of a dream that I had back in the early part of 2022. And I shared this a couple of weeks ago, but I, I don't know, like I said, it was on my heart again. And especially just looking at women on the wall and what the Lord has shown me about this, this aspect of ministry, this new arm of She Rises, I wanted to share that dream with you again, you know, just maybe as a, as a reminder, if maybe you are new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, sometimes God speaks to us in dreams. And like I said, uh, in the early part of 2022, I had a dream and I knew that it was from the Lord because first of all, I'm not really a dreamer. I don't typically dream at night. And so when I had this dream and it was incredibly vivid, I knew that it was from the Lord, but it required me to be able to steward it properly. And so I spent some time with him asking him what it meant and what he was showing to me, what he was wanting me to better understand. What are you speaking to me in this dream? So the dream had me in this field that there was no paved walkway, but there was like tall grasses and, and weeds and that kind of thing. And there was a uh, like a large mountain off in the distance and up over the mountain, the sun was beginning to rise up over the, the top of that mountain. And on, on both sides, there were kind of like smaller hills, not mountains, but kind of smaller hills. And as I began to walk down this unpaved pathway, I started to notice on both sides uh, women coming up over those hills. And I noticed that they had a sword in their hand. Each woman had a sword in their hand. And as I continued to walk forward down this pathway, uh, and then they, you know, made their way down the other side of, of those hills and our paths kind of converged, we started walking together. All of us, we were in like a row and we each had a sword in our hand. And as we continued to move further down this pathway, more women started coming up over uh, other hills and, and our paths began to converge and they just sort of joined this growing company of women. And none of us spoke words to one another, but we did make eye contact and there was just such a oneness in the spirit and a like-mindedness in the faith. And our contact we made with our eyes spoke everything that we needed to know, everything that we needed to hear. We understood that this is our marching season. There was no spirit of jealousy. There was no spirit of competition or envy. There was no Jezebel spirit. There was no trying to outshine or outdo or, you know, try to step over somebody to be heard or to be seen or outshine or outdo. None of that was, was even just, it wasn't there. It was just non-existent. We understood that this, again, that this was our marching season and that God was mobilizing us as a company of women 
for such a time as this. And so when I think about the Lord just laying this on my heart, women on the wall, this is the hour for us as daughters of the King to step forward, to stand together, to join hearts in one accord, to declare, you can't have my kids, you can't have my marriage, you can't have my family, you can't have my health, you can't have my faith, you can't have whatever. Like we are taking a stand, a bold, courageous stand in our faith together. And when I think about a company of women, when I think about the army of God, an army isn't built upon just one person. There isn't just one person out there engaging in a battle. When you think about it in the natural sense, the different areas of the military, you have the Navy, you have the Air Force, you have the Marines, you know, there's there's not just one person making up those different areas of the military. It's a, it's a combined effort. There are multiple people who have enlisted in, in the military to be able able to engage in whatever battle uh, is presented before them to defend their country, to, to defend their land. Well, when we apply that, spiritually speaking, we are a part of a body. We are a part of the body of Christ, and we are supposed to be engaging together with a oneness in the spirit and a like-mindedness in the faith. And when I think about that dream that I had last year, that company of women, man, that is standing together. It isn't just me, you know, engaging in warfare. It isn't just me standing firm and bold and courageous in my faith. It's all of us together. I need you and you need me. We need one another. God created us to be in fellowship. God created us to be in community. Isolation is the devil's playground. And so I don't know, that wasn't even in my notes. I don't know who maybe needs to hear that. Maybe the enemy has been lying to you that you don't belong, that you don't fit in, that nobody cares if if you show up or you know nobody's paying attention to you and and maybe you even feel just a little offended by that. You know, nobody's saying hi to you. Nobody you just feel like nobody including you. Listen, don't allow the spirit of offense to bait you into living in isolation and not engaging in community. You were created for community. God wants you to be a part of a healthy community. And so begin to ask the Lord, who those people are, who you can begin to engage in conversation and be a part of the small group or the, the Bible study or whatever. And, and quite possibly, even the Lord is asking you to begin building the table for you to begin to create and build right where you are. And you can begin to invite people into your area, into your world. Maybe God is asking you to, to start a prayer group in your home or a Bible study or, or something. Maybe is there somebody in your area that, that maybe you can just reach out to to begin building a relationship with by inviting her out for coffee or having her over for lunch or going for a walk if it's nice uh, in, in your area. Something that, you know, I think that so often we hold ourselves back by self-imposed limits, We're just sitting around waiting for the invitation when sometimes God is wanting us to step out and engage people and begin building building a table and building community with the tools that he's placed on the inside of us. And let me tell you, friend, if not us, who? If not you and me, then who? As the church, we are called to have moral courage. Man, 
We need to have moral courage in this hour. Can I get an amen? Wouldn't you agree with me that in this world right now, in this hour that we are living in, we need men and women alike to have moral courage in this world. If this lands with you and you want to be a part of this prayer movement, Women on the Wall, we would love to have you. I'm aware, though, as I say that, how quickly the enemy may be lying to some of you right now at this very moment. Maybe you were initially excited and you were like, oh, I want to be a part of that. And that's been a burden on my heart as well. And I've wanted to be a part of a community and everything in you is is just screaming yes. But all of a sudden, the enemy just came really quick uh, and he's baiting you with believing that you're not going to fit in, that you're going to feel awkward, you're not going to know anybody, all of these different things. Don't take that bait. Expose that lie. Expose that he is lying to you, that he's trying to bait you. Listen, he is threatened by you and me and the body of Christ to see people of faith rising up in this hour? Or why else would he be trying to prevent us from doing it? If you weren't a threat to him, if I wasn't a threat to him, if if we weren't a threat to him, he would leave us alone. He wouldn't be trying to prevent us from rising up in these different areas of our lives. And so just the very fact that he is immediately wasting no time and lying to you and trying to convince you that this that this isn't going to be for you, even though everything on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit is prompting you and quickening you like you need to be a part of that. Ask yourself why the enemy would want to bait you in believing that this that that this could not be for you. He's threatened by you. You might not look threatening. <laughs> you might be looking at yourself in the mirror thinking, I don't know, the last time I looked, I looked pretty friendly. I feel like I'm easy to get along with. I, you know, I'm talking spiritually speaking. You have to remove how you look. You have to remove your gaze, your focus from what you see in the natural and to begin to see yourself spiritually speaking in the fullness of who you are in Christ, your identity, your position and your authority that has been given to you through Christ Jesus, because that's how the enemy sees you. He sees you as a threat and he doesn't want you to rise up. Don't get tripped up in things like, be new to your faith or or new to prayer. Don't get tripped up in, you don't like praying in a group and I don't want to pray out loud. None of those things matter. Don't allow either self-imposed limits or the lies of the enemy to keep you from being a part of this. You are needed. You are a part of that company of women that I saw in that dream that the Lord gave to me last year. That's who you are. You are called for such a time as this. You are alive on the planet for such a time as this. There's no coincidence that you are that you are alive, that you are here right now on the earth for such a time as this. There's a reason why you weren't born a hundred years ago, but that you are alive right here, right now. Together, we're going to partner with the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead us as he gives us wisdom, direction, and divine strategies. Oh, I am so excited. If you can't tell, 
I am really fired up and excited about this new arm of She Rises. I could just run a lap around the house. Okay, so here are the specific details that you want to be made aware of. Starting off, we will meet once a month in the online space using my Zoom link. In 2024, I do want to host some smaller uh, in-person type gatherings, and we're not going to have tickets for anything like that, but I do think that there is something about us being in the same room together. It not only helps just build and foster relationships, but I don't know, there's just something about us physically coming together uh, in person and, and being together. But right right away, we're going to start off uh, once a month in the online space using my Zoom link. We will begin on Sunday, November 12th, which, yes, I'm aware of the calendar, <laughs> is literally right around the corner. We will meet from 4 to 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, that's Sunday, November 12th from 4 to 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will be sharing more about what I hear God speaking regarding this area of ministry, as well as sharing key points to begin praying over your home, over your family, and over your marriage. To be a part of Women on the Wall is completely free. It's completely free, but you do need to register so that you can receive the Zoom link to join us in the online space. Find more information and register by following the link in the show notes that directs you to my website. I mentioned that earlier. When you get to my website, just simply click on the page that says Women on the Wall and register. That's all you have to do. You're going to get a welcome email from me. You're going to get the Zoom link and we're going to be all set. You are going to be all set and it's going to be great. Oh man, what the Lord has in store for us as, as we answer his clarion call in this hour to be women on the wall. Mm. I just, I can only imagine. I just can only imagine. And uh, just a little bit that he has shown me as I've prayed into this. And I believe that there's even more. And I'm I'm just excited that you are going to be a part of it. So uh, I will see you Sunday, November 12th at four o'clock Central Standard Time. And I'm excited to have you with us. So anyway, welcome to the new arm of, of She Rises, Women on the Wall. And I'm excited to be on the wall with you. Amen. All right. Have a great rest of your week. And I will catch you right back here next week, next Wednesday for the podcast of the new episode coming out next week. And then if you're able to join us on Sunday, the 12th at four o'clock Central Standard Time, I will see you there. All right. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, 
would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.